Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson with a breakdown of the action for Friday, January 12th. And Ed, week two of 2024 was a pretty good one. Yeah, and I made week one look a lot better in, in hindsight. Uh, I want to take a look at three stocks that are in buy zones right now, Microsoft, Mercado Libre, and Novo Nordisk. Let's do it. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. So to cap off the week, Friday's action, pretty mild. The NASDAQ up fractionally. Same for the S&P 500, which was up almost one-tenth of a percent. On the downside, the Dow and the Russell down two-tenths of a percent each. But even though we had a pause at the end of the week, it was a strong start and a lot of strong action underneath the surface. Yeah, absolutely. So the market came down in the first week of the 2024. And then the NASDAQ and a lot of stocks, uh, it, it found support around the 10-week line. Uh, it was sort of just above the top of its prior range as well. So a lot of stocks did this. You know, they sort of were came down and then rebounded. So it rebounded right where you would expect it to, hope it would. Uh, and so we did that on the upside and all these indexes sort of did this they all hit resistance late in the week around key levels the nasdaq paused around the 15000 level and the s&p actually got above briefly short term high not short term highs which is almost a two year high and almost got to record highs so it's a natural place to pause but obviously strong gain as well dow uh, not so much of a big game, but to keep in mind, Boeing was a huge drag on this, this index. The fact that this kept on hitting new highs during the week. It hit new highs on Thursday and Friday uh, before backing off. Uh, and United Health was weak. And so there was, there was weakness in there, uh, but still um, strong performance here. Again, just a lot of action. As you say, a lot of leading stocks, flash buy signals. Uh, setting up, uh, you know, really, really positive action just provided a, this the beginning sort of uh, the rally looks in really good shape in, in my view. Yeah, I agree, Ed. And it seems like the only area that we'd like to see get a bit better at this point are the small caps. So here's a look at the Russell 2000. I'll look at the weekly chart here. This week wasn't really uh, a terrible week. It closed flat on the week, although it uh, raced again. But we're seeing a little bit more of a pronounced pullback here for the Russell versus some of those other major indexes falling back into this sideways range below that 2000 level that we're keeping an eye on. So it would be great. You know, speaking of market breadth, this would be one area that we would want to see some improvement. But even still, Ed, it's not a narrow rally at this point or, you know, the stocks are looking good. It's not just a small handful of them. Yeah. So while the market breadth, as you say, like that's probably the biggest weakness, RSP looks a little better, which is the equal weight, but that's holding above the prior highs and finding support of the 21-day line. So it didn't really do a whole lot, but that's fine. It was It's holding up. But to your point about market leadership, if we look at QQEW, I like to use that as sort of a rough proxy because these are big names, okay? And it's mostly tech. Uh, but that one didn't do as well as the NASDAQ 100, but it was still up over 2% for the for the week. Nice bounce there. So that's sort of reflective, I mean, uh, of the market leadership. So the breadth, a little disappointing to start 2024, but leadership has sort of had some breadth and some depth to it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's take a look at a couple of more ETFs here. Let's see, IGV software sector. How did that fare this week? We had CES in Vegas and 
artificial intelligence, of course, was the big buzzy theme there. And IGV, which tracks the software sector, up 5.7% for the weekend. Boy, it just seemed like there were dozens of software stocks that were bouncing off their 10-week lines this week. Um, Microsoft was one of them and a big component in this, and we'll get mm -hmm. to that later. But uh, so, yeah, it looked really good, reasserting a lot of leadership here at the software group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and as you mentioned earlier, it seems like there's a lot going right in this market rally. We had two months of strong action, one week really of a pullback to start off the year, but right to a key level for, you know, many of the indexes and many of the stocks underneath the surface, which is what we want, right? I mean, if, if you have the kind of rally where it's hard to even have add on entries then how do you participate, right? So having this pullback and bounce right on cue almost, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it enables us to put a little bit more money to work if we hadn't gotten quite fully invested by the time things were starting to look extended into your end. Yeah, I mean, I think we're in a better shape than we would have been if we kept rallying a little bit into this year. I mean, so uh, yeah, really, really nice to see. Okay. Two more quick ETFs to check in on. Here's a look at industrials, XLI up six tenths of a percent and XLF, all the bank earnings now underway, holding tight here for looks like what could be as of now. I mean, it's it's uh, uh, the fifth week of tight action here, Ed, for financials. So what are your thoughts on some of the other uh, non-tech sector action? Yeah, there's some industrials and some and the financials. There's some definitely some strength. There's a lot of strength emerging. There's travel stocks. There's some other names out there. So I still think there is some some breadth out there. Some of them haven't really taken off, but you can see them setting up. And so definitely want to be looking at areas like XLI and XLF because there's there's definitely a lot of names in there that are are sort of you know percolating. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, let's take a look at, well, you know what, let's take a look at the 10-year yield first, because we didn't uh, go there. So after rising last week, this week, hitting a little bit of resistance at that 40-week line and backing off it. Yeah, it's interesting because this came down, the, the inflation numbers, they were mixed, but ultimately, if you put them all together, rate hike odds, rate cut hike, cut odds increased. Now they're looking maybe at seven quarter point cuts for the year. Uh, the two-year yield really fell, which is more atoned to Fed policy. And it's getting close to not being inverted anymore. It's still inverted, but it used to be like, like 100 basis points. And it's now getting close to like 20. So that's positive for banks. And just a more it's it's nice to see that come down even as the 10 years coming down so it's 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 a nice trend and one one big reason why the market has been rallying for the last few months so all that's making econ ed happy over there i'm pretty happy over here <laughs> sounds good thanks ed let's go to microsoft uh, which you mentioned we'll start with a weekly chart up 5.6% for the week volume was not above average but above the prior 3 weeks so definitely picking up from the quiet holiday time where we saw some quiet tight action within this base here bouncing off of a key level your thoughts ed on microsoft's breakout this week yeah, bounce from the 10-week, bounce from the 50-day line. There was maybe early entries on Tuesday, Wednesday as I broke a trend line and broke that sort of resistance area. Came up and it's you know it's still in range and have actually got above the above the buy point in the last couple of days. 
you know, it took a break for several weeks. So the relative strength line took a little bit of a hit. It's coming back. You know, this is not going to be, it's not going to have earnings that are doubling anymore, but it's earnings growth has picked up and sales growth has picked up gradually for three straight quarters. It's in definitely, a, you know, a leader in the AI space. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons to like this. It was a nice pattern, nice action. Uh, really, and, and, you know, again, after a modest pullback, really showed some power this week. Mm -hmm. And with earnings coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks here, Ed, um, I think it's going to be really interesting for these big tech companies that are involved in AI, just what sort of guidance they're going to be giving this year. Whereas of last year, it just seemed like companies were trying to figure out their AI strategy. And now Microsoft is here with these enterprise products for efficiency and productivity. So we'll have to see what they say about that and how that's going to be contributing on the revenue front this year. That might be one of the very most important earnings reports because of all that, because it's in so many things, AI, cloud computing, even if you don't care about Microsoft as a stock for yourself, it could, you know, if they can't make money in AI, well, that's going to ripple through a lot of other companies because people might say, well, maybe we shouldn't be spending so much. So you're right. It's absolutely, uh, it's a huge, you know, crucial mm -hmm. company for this AI boom. Yes. We'll have to see what happens there. Okay. Let's turn our attention now to Mercado Libre, M-E-L-I. Nice day of outperformance on Friday up 4.2%. Volume did turn out to be above average on the day here as well, Ed. So we were keeping an eye on that 1600 level. It's now uh, getting nicely above that. Yeah, and it briefly got above the actual official buy point of sixteen sixty, but it definitely feels actionable. It you know broke some trend lines, broke you know sixteen hundred leveled, you know rebounded from the ten week and the fifty day. So it was nice to see this volume today because now it sort of bookends the rally. The rebound started with some volume, and now it's yeah. got some volume here because there wasn't too much in between. There was like. That was one thing. Some of the rebounds we saw in stock, some of them weren't on particularly strong volume. So nice to see. Not a not a huge week, but at least there's some volume in there. Uh, look, base on base, this one has tremendous fundamentals. Mm -hmm. uh, huge growth, triple digit growth for the last three quarters. Uh, acceler accelerating revenue in the latest quarter. So a lot to like about this one. Took a nice little break, uh, but you now found support where you'd like, and you know, big move, almost eight percent. Mm -hmm. Another one to watch. And lastly, let's check in on NVO, both NVO and Eli Lilly having uh, some good weeks here. NVO currently in a buy zone ed, also reporting in just a couple of weeks here. Yeah, that'll be important for both of those companies for sure. Unlike uh, Lilly, uh, not like Lilly, unlike the market and most leading stocks, this one actually had a strong first week of the right. year. And so that was nice. So this week it was more modest gain and actually it's run up for several weeks now, uh, but it's hanging out in the buy zone. Look, this is one of those transformational companies. Doesn't mean that the stock is always going to be something you wanted to take part of, uh, but it's, it's acting well. Uh, the volume has been you know, look in the in you know, the last yeah. through the base. There's been a lot of volume spikes generally to the upside. Uh, so you know that's been that's been positive here. Still pretty close to the 50-day, 10-week line. All in all, I mean, there was price some opportunities before. That's one reason why I chose to look at this one versus Lily, which is looking strong too. But I think that one's more like seven to eight percent above the 10-week mm -hmm. line. So I just like okay, well, you know, again, yeah. but 
eight percent ish versus five percent. You know, but, but they're both, they sort of buy for leadership and neither one of them, you know, both of them have been doing pretty well over the past year. So, uh, you know, they both definitely, you should be paying attention to this one because these, these, these names seem to be, you know, transforming the possibilities of, of medicine, uh, you know, for quite a while to come. They sure do. All right, Ed, what should traders be doing as they prepare for another week of trade ahead? Which one note on that? We do have a stock market holiday on Monday for MLK Day. So no trading Monday, no IBD Live or Stock Market Today video Monday. Uh, but hey, that gives traders one more day to prepare over the weekend, right? Yeah. And obviously, look, this last week was a great example of why you wanted to have those screens ready because if you had, oh, my screens, I did them two or three weeks ago. It's like they weren't the right, they might not have shown you what you needed to see this week. And you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, a lot of buying opportunities right off the bat. Want to be doing that again. There's still a lot of things setting up, uh, showing action. So you want to be doing that, taking a look at ways to be, you know, seeing how you can maybe add exposure and go through your list. And maybe, maybe you have some stocks that didn't bounce back. So when you're thinking, well, maybe if I want to add, I'll dump this other stock. So there's just some, you know, weed and feed kind of environment as well. But, you know, it's it's a good environment. The market is showing a lot of strength and, uh, you know, investors should definitely be taking part of it. Right. And it's not like there are no concerns on the horizon. There's always a chance that something could get in the way of an optimistic outlook or even just strong technical action that we're analyzing in real time. But I think what January so far has shown is this was the first real test of this bull market and of this power trend, we did have that little pause in you know late November, early December. But this was the first, I think, real test for traders. And it seems like as of now, the market has passed that test. What will next week bring? We'll have to see. But so far, so good, it seems like, Ed. Yeah, you're right. And it's a great point about a test because it's like, how is it going to really hold up when somebody starts selling? And market market did that great. So excellent point. Great. Well, thanks, Ed. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. That is it from us for this week. And we'll see you Tuesday morning on IBD Live, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that starting at 920 a.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. And then we'll also see you Tuesday after the close. Have a great weekend. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.